Welcome to Tal's Tips, an empowerment podcast where we explore coaching topics such as mindfulness, mindset, motivation, and everything in between. Join me, Talia Mervash, every week as I interview successful humans who are business owners, coaches, educators, leaders, and creators. We will connect on life's challenges, relationships, and most of all, purpose. Through this podcast, we will find out the tips and tricks that worked for these inspiring individuals and how they live their life in alignment with their purpose. These conversations will hopefully empower you to explore your own passions and hire a coach of your own one day. Each episode is filled with intuitive wisdom that will get you fired up to live the life of your dreams. Let's dive in. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another amazing episode of Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast. Today is a very helpful episode. Like, you may want to sit down and take some notes right now because we are talking with a clubhouse business coach and strategist. Her name is Annabelle Baihan, and she's going to share all of her wisdom with us regarding the newest social media app called Clubhouse. So just take notes, get ready, because Annabelle is here and she's sharing very, very helpful tips that are going to help you excel in the Clubhouse world and on social media in general. So without further ado, let's welcome Annabelle Baihan. Annabelle Baihan is a Clubhouse business coach and strategist who helps her clients use Clubhouse to grow their influence, income, and impact so that they show up confidently and completely for themselves and the clients that need their work most. You can find Annabelle on all social media platforms and her website below in the show notes. Let's dive in and make sure to take some notes because you will not want to miss what she has to offer. Hello, good morning, happy Sunday, whenever you're listening to this, happy day. But today is really special because I've been looking forward to this episode for a really long time because we met on Clubhouse. So Annabelle, I'm so excited that you're here with us. We're going to chat all about Clubhouse, all about your journey into getting into this world of business strategy and all the things. But hello, how are you today? What's going on? Oh, I'm so great. I I was just telling you, I just came out of a clubhouse room, which leaves me strangely energized. Like I love talking to people. (laughs) So yeah, so great. (laughs) Same. Exactly. And I think that's when we, when we met the first time we did a little meet and greet off of clubhouse because it's strictly just our voices on there. And now it's like, Ooh, I get to see you. You're real. And like your voice is so pure and it's just like so genuine. And I was so drawn to you on Clubhouse that we got to meet in person or in virtual world. And now we're here. So I'm just so excited to have you and pick your brain all about Clubhouse and just everything you do. But just tell us a little little bit about who you are. Where are you in the world? Yeah. So hi, everyone. I'm Annabelle Baihan. I am a Clubhouse strategist for small businesses helping them grow and build their business. Um, I live in Mountain View, California, which is kind of close to San Francisco, which most people will know. And yeah, I mean, I just love that Clubhouse came into my world somewhere around December. I started hearing about it in November, 2020. (laughs) And now it's like part of a huge part of my life. And so it's been a fast and fun journey. Yes. Yes. That's so cool too, because I think I started maybe in like January, early January, maybe I'm not even sure how long clubhouse has been around yet, but it's, 
it's growing rapidly and it's really, really cool to see because I feel like you got like first dibs, like it was called like a calling to you and you were just like, I'm going to take this by the reins and we're just going to go like, this is my jam. And it's really, really cool. So, so just tell us like, how did that happen for you? Did, did someone invite you to it? Were you just like kind of in that world of like social media, new things uprising? Like, how did that happen for you? Yeah. So much like, you know, how we met, I had met another girl on Instagram, right? So I was engaging a lot on Instagram and just being very open to meeting new people, but it's a little harder on Instagram because so many people have their guards up. You don't get to hear their voice. You really just get to see their images. Um, But there was one girl that I was connecting with named Taylor and she was just so nice. We got on a zoom chat and we were talking about all the cool things happening in the social media world, what we thought like might the, the trends be. And she started talking about how she just got on this really cool new app called Clubhouse. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so jelly. Like you are so cool because you got on this very exclusive app that's invite only. None of my friends were really on it at the time. And um, she didn't have invites at the time, but we had left that call, like kind of saying like, if she got some more, maybe she would consider me, you know? Yeah. Um, so like about a month later, um, it was Christmas Eve and she's like, I have a Christmas present for you. And I was astonished that number one, she remembered that that was something that I wanted. And number two, she had an invite. And so she invited me while I was in an RV. I think I was in a campsite in Malibu and I was like, oh my gosh, my life is about to change. Like I, you know, I got on, it was super awkward. Like, you know, I think the, your first experience on Clubhouse is like, whoa, that's so weird. Cause in social media, we're just so used to being so distant from the creator I would have to say because it's just like static images but like like cool like now I can just listen to rooms with really cool people and some of them are like celebrities or mentors or people I've taken courses with and oh my gosh like I could be in a room and talk to them like this is so weird and so that's that's how it happened yeah oh my gosh I know and I can relate to that so much because my first experience with it was from a friend who was like oh do you know about this and I'm like no I don't I don't need another thing on my plate to be completely honest with you I'm like nope I'm good we're you know I'm gonna pass and then somehow it just kind of happened and I was like okay I'll I'll try it out for like fun on a Friday or something and then I ended up being in all these rooms and just loving it and like I love to talk obviously you're on my podcast right now (laughs) but I also I get my energy from connecting and just even through the voice I've never actually done that before where it's like live it's always been through a podcast or through music or through something else or recording and now it's like this is real time, real life. And you were saying before, like mentors, coaches, other people are literally on there and you feel so connected to them because it's real, it's real time. And wherever they are in the world, like we're all humans. And I think it just really brings that true connection through the voice also, especially like you can go see their Instagram straight through it, but you can also feel them, hear them, listen to them, talk about yeah, I'm outside for a walk right now, loving this conversation. And it's just like, what? You're here with me? I was in a room with Marie Forleo like two nights ago. And I'm like, oh my God, like play cool, play cool. Like, <laughs> so crazy. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. So are do you host any rooms? Like, do you have a, any rooms on there that you like normally do weekly? Yeah, I do. Uh, so every Tuesday I do a room that's on business strategy. And every Thursday, I do a room on Clubhouse bios and funnel strategy. And then on Saturdays, we talk all about Clubhouse for business. And so 
I've really started to gear my content mostly around how you can use Clubhouse, optimize Clubhouse, but from the small business owner perspective, um, and I think that, you know, that's such a great question because hosting regular rooms, it's a great way to build that community. Like if I had known, you know, Marie Forleo was going to be on, if she had consistent rooms, I'd probably be there every week, you know, first, first person in the room, you know what I mean? Because, because it really does start to create these communities, these super fans, these, you know, people who are really actually interested in coming back every single week. And yeah, and I've, I've had a lot of fun with it. And it also kind of has shifted something in me to be more accountable and consistent with my own business, building those systems and, and all of that, just having that structure in place. Totally, totally helpful. And I think a lot of people kind of miss the boat with utilizing Clubhouse or, you know, they can still join, but like, it's still invite only as far as I know. I'm not sure when that'll change, but, and it's iPhone only, I think still, right? Yeah. So, so that it, it, it is super exclusive. It's like, oh, well, you know, like you got to get this invite. You got to have this type of iPhone. You've got to do this and that and, and then show up. Like you got to really step out of your comfort zone, put your voice out there and be like, I'm going to, I'm going to step on stage. I'm going to unmute. I'm going to raise my hand, you know, and, and doing all of that. It's scary. It's really scary. My heart was beating out of my mouth. Like last time I was trying when I had my party hat and all that stuff, just trying to connect with other people. And I'm like, you know what, why is this so weird? Like they can't even see me right now. I'm in literal PJs. Like nobody cares. And just through the voice, it's just so more powerful. I don't know something about it, but that's really cool. I love your rooms. I have done your room with the bio readings because let's talk about that. I feel like that's like the very first thing people should set up because if you're going to interact in a room, people are automatically without thinking, going to click on your face, going to click on your name and going to see what, who are you? So give us some info. Like what should that look like for us? If we're new to clubhouse or even have been on clubhouse, what are some, some tips you could give us for clubhouse bios? Yeah. I mean, I think like, you know, as you're new to Clubhouse, really think about your intention for being there. So Clubhouse is a little bit different than other social medias where like you could have two or three Instagrams for your different endeavors, your different facets of you, you know, your hobby Instagram, your business Instagram, your personal Instagram. On Clubhouse, you really get one profile. And so I think that this kind of trips a lot of people up because they're like, well, how much should I share? Is it too much? Is it the wrong thing? And I'm like, well, you know, also think about the fact that we're all humans, right? We want to connect. We want to know what you are about as a human being. We're hearing your voice. We're, <clears throat> we're seeing you actually in a room, which is so cool and such a great way to really tell your story, connect, and have an intention for being on the app. So for some people, it is to grow their business. Some people like really literally just want to connect and make friends. Some people, they want to um, maybe bring communities together. And so I would say spend some time really writing down what your intention is and who you want to really be attracted to be your follower. And then in your bio, you kind of just talk to them in, you know, the way that I see is that, you know, sometimes people will write their bio and it's like all about them. Like I, I like chocolate. I like red wine. And I'm like, well, that's great. And those are great things for people to know, but someone that is reading your bio really needs you to say, like, I really want to help people you know, be more sustainable or something like that so that they know exactly what you're on the platform to do. And I, I think that, that that kind of clarity, if that's in the top part of your bio, it, it really serves as a great connector because you have just a few seconds to really capture someone's attention, get them to read more. So if you can have some sort of clear statement, 
saying exactly what you do and what you're on the platform to do right at the top, that's going to give people a little bit of an incentive to read more. And then you can start talking about yourself, what you do and, and all of that, um, you know, but, but really, you know, speak in messages, almost like a landing page at the very top part. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I think at the very bottom of your bio, you should have a call to action, try to bring people on a journey. So right now, Clubhouse doesn't have a direct messenger. So we actually get the benefit of having people come over to our Instagram and enter our world. And I always say, you know, there's a lot of people that are growing influence on Clubhouse, not on Instagram, um, and not on their email list. And then, you know, they probably have this fear inside of them that if the if the platform gets sold, if the platform crashes, you know, that they, or if they, their account just disappears one day, that they would lose all of that really hard work and time. Um, so if you can have a call to action to get people like on an email list, um, it, to your Instagram to help follow and like, you know, to get someone to take that journey, you really want to give them an incentive, you know, some sort of like free offering or information or something to engage with over there so that you can get that cross traffic and bring them into your world in other ways. Is this going to feel better? And also I think it <clears throat> kind of thinking about that journey kind of makes you intentional as you're writing your bio to present the information to convince them to go down that journey with you. And so I think that's the kind of the best thing that I can really like say um, is to really think about giving people the information that they need to take the next step with you, get on your email list, get in, get into your Instagram, DM, something like that um, so that they actually take that journey with you. I agree completely. I am over here like, oh no, oh no. Should I change this? Should I change that? But no, honestly, I think I think it's really similar to Instagram. It's just longer. You know how like on your Instagram bio, you only get like nothing to put in what you do, but it only takes what 0.2 seconds for someone to be like, yeah, no, I don't need this. I don't need this service. I don't need what they're offering me. And so figuring out what you actually want to use Clubhouse for. Love that. Love setting your intention, really your intentions for, for any app that you're going to spend time on, which kind of leads me into the fatigue that can come from clubhouse because i know we're all scrolling we're in that you know era where it's just like we're all digital we're all everything which is great i'm totally for it that's how i run my business successfully as well however clubhouse like the very first week i was on it i was like i had like tea every hour i was like my voice was like okay we gotta we gotta cut off we're, we're done here or like staying up super late to be a part of every room and just like trying to be in everything so like what is some of your advice for like shutting it off and like kind of taking a step back yeah <clears throat> excuse me see, see? <laughs> um so I think that, you know, when I first started, it was the same thing. I was staying up way past later than my bedtime. I, every time someone pinged me in a room, I was just going wherever I was just because it was really energizing. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh my gosh, like this app works like any other app. And we are getting dopamine explosions in our brain. Like the intensity of connection from voice is like, of course, it's really enjoyable to us right? Which is why people say, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm getting addicted to Clubhouse. At the same time, you know, I found myself with some behaviors that I figured out weren't serving me and actually took away from the experience overall and made it less pleasurable over time. So I'm just going to put it out there that these are some things that maybe might come up for people and what they could do. <laughs> so first of all, I found myself trying to be on more rooms all the time while I still had other things to do. And I was multitasking like crazy. 
And what ultimately happened is that I was trying to listen really hard and work really hard and I wasn't doing anything well. So now I've really time blocked. Like, you know, this is my working time where I am just, no, I'm sorry if you have a room and it has the best title ever and you're Marie Forleo and you're in a room, I have to get my work done. You know, I could always rearrange my schedule for Marie, but you know. <laughs> um, but you know, so that's, that's one thing is that um, I figured out that for me, it wasn't my best arena to get my work done or be present in a clubhouse room if I was trying to do too many things. At the same time, I could totally listen to Clubhouse while I do my dishes. And so I tried, I tried to kind of figure out like, what are some spaces that like I could add this to my life and it not detract or take away from something else. Um, I also think that, you know, um, sometimes we have to be really good at saying no when it comes to our health and our sleep and that type of thing. So knowing what hours you're sleeping and what time you're turning off and just being like really honest with that moderator. I think a lot of it is like, now we're building relationships really fast. We might like feel like, oh, I don't want them to be offended or I don't want them to feel like I'm not supporting them if I leave. But at the same time, like if you fall asleep in their room and they call on you, like that's gonna be even more awkward for them, right? <laughs> so it's like, you know, get your sleep so that you can then wake up the next day, show up like really like full of energy because I think what it comes down to is, you know, it, I, I think I'm talking a little bit more about moderating rooms, like listening rooms, you, your energy doesn't have to be high, you know, um, but if you're going to be moderating a room, you really want your energy to be great. And what I notice is some of the people who are just like doing the all day, every day, by the time you get to their evening room, they have a raspy voice, they're tired, they can't listen to questions anymore. And the experience for the people in the room starts to diminish. And I'm pretty sure that even though they get some followers, that's not the best experience for the people in their room. So if we think about like, even like how we can show up to serve, we have to be taking care of ourselves. So that means, you know, eating, eating well, hopefully drinking water, getting sleep, um, you know, and I still hear it all the time. There's people that are like, it's 3am in the morning, I really have to go to bed now. And I'm like, yes, you do. Like, please, please don't let this take over your life. Know that it is dopamine in your body, making you really excited. But also know that this opportunity, these connections, these relationships, it's not gonna just end if you don't do it today, right? This, I'm in this for the long run. I know that people are human beings. They're gonna be here. I'm not losing them. You know, I might miss out on a few followers if I don't stay up all night, but if I show up tomorrow with even higher energy, better creativity, better passion and all of that, I'm sure that I'm gonna find the right people, but you have to take care of yourself because you know, if you don't, we all know what happens, right? People get sick, people, people end up hurting other people. Maybe your mental health starts to deteriorate. Like all of this, not great, right? So lessons learned, real lessons learned that I had to, to do. And I'm sure that, you know, a lot of people might be with me on that one. <laughs> totally, totally. And I, I feel you on so many levels where it's like, we do, we can get burnout from Clubhouse and just like Instagram and just like showing up on any platform, sending emails, whatever it looks like for you and your life. It's, it's about boundaries. And I, I learned that the hard way as well. Like I would be listening all day long and my husband would be like, please, we're at dinner. Like, what are you doing? Like, please like focus. I'm like, well, after I cook, I'm like, let's, let's listen. And he's like, I literally don't care about women's self-care right now like I'm not <laughs> I'm not trying to listen in and I'm like oh my gosh I have to set a boundary where it's like 
I know what times work best for me. I can do it while I'm, you know, creating a Canva thing or like, you know what I mean? It's there's times and places for everything. Like you're not going to show up on Instagram in your PJs, but you could show up on Clubhouse in your PJs and get your makeup done or do whatever. So there's definitely, there's a time and place for every app, but I do think that using it with intention, like we mentioned before, for your business or your just even hobbies too. Because I have a lot of women in my circle who are not entrepreneurs. Some are, some aren't. Um, And I think it's really important to mention that like there's rooms for literally everything, like every single thing, even if it's knitting versus, you know, like hiking and like things to do outdoors in a certain location. There's like Atlanta groups, Charlotte groups. There's groups for really everyone. I'm sure there's San Francisco groups too. So it's incredible. And I know weekly, I think it's weekly that they have a town hall on there. And do you, do you know, like what they talk about on there? I haven't actually attended one, but I would assume you would because they talk about like the new things coming and all of that. So how are those? Like, are you able to really like kind of get a step ahead on like what's coming next and like plan around that. Yeah. Yeah. So every Sunday at 9 a.m., the founders of Clubhouse, Paul and Rohan and their, um, you know, uh, team member, Anu, come and they create a room. They talk about all the upcoming feature updates. They talk about, um, you know, really cool things that have happened on Clubhouse. And a lot of times these are things that have not even hit my hallway. So it's like, wow, I didn't know that celebrity or that person was here. I didn't know people were like, creating funds for this nonprofit or things like that. So they talk about really cool things that are happening. They talk about um, things that they are building in the app, trust and safety, how they're scaling, where they are in the world. And this is really like where you get the news right from the source about Clubhouse. I know that not everybody needs all that news, but I do because it's like, you know, I'm in the business of it. Um, But actually about like, I think um, 7,000 to 8,000 people tend to attend each each uh, week wow. and they a- they actually answer questions from the community so they have a form where you can submit questions and I think that like you know the updates that they give it's normally about 15 minutes every week like it's very short the other 45 minutes are real like comments and questions from the community and I think this is so smart that they do that because they have built clubhouse like they built the basic structure on their own but all of the new features all of the new things that has come from ideas from the community, which I think makes this really sticky. So we know that like, if you are a user of something and you get buy-in or some sort of say into how it's created, you are going to be so loyal. And so like, as these competitors are popping up, I'm like, well, I don't know, because I know that the people that got on Clubhouse in May actually created features in Clubhouse and now have a million followers. I don't think that they're going to just jump on another platform because they have this deep relationship. So these founders are dedicating, you know, an hour a week of their time, probably more than that to collect these questions, you know, categorize them, answer the ones that they find most important every single week. And I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And I, I just really appreciate them for doing that. I don't know that, you know, all companies as they're being developed are including the community like this. And so, yeah, I mean, oh, and the other thing I was going to mention is that it's really cool because now that Clubhouse is all around the world, there are people that will sit in there, literally write notes and then do a town hall recap in their language all around the world. So how cool is that? (laughs) You know? Oh, wow. I mean, CEO notes right there, like take notes because that is so helpful to, to be able to one, ask 
them questions, the creators of something who have been very successful in a very short amount of time. And also like, I would love to do that to someone from Instagram or Canva or like all these apps I use like all day long. I want to know, I want to give my opinion because we're the people using them. We're the people on the other side that are like, you know, this isn't working too well. Or can we click a link instead of like going to an Instagram or can we send a message or but no, I really like going to Instagram because then I get followers there. And it's like all, that community and that just camaraderie and that whole connection is so beautiful and helpful. So I love that. And I love that you attend because now I can just go to you and be like, so what do we talk about? Like, so yeah. what's the, what's the deets? Give me the down low 411. <laughs> I love that though. But what really attracts me to Clubhouse? And I have never actually moderated a room like by myself on my own. I've been like asked to, but what is like a, that you could give newbies to this app or even, or even experienced people using it when they're moderating a room, what is something that they could do to like keep people interacted or like are there is there like a game plan of like what to say how to say it you know pull to refresh like all these terminologies like how do you know how to do that <laughs> yeah yeah well I think you you know by you know I know there's a few courses that are popping up too but I also think that you really know when you experience some rooms and so I do think that it's important to be a listener in a few rooms like go in with the intention of like I'm just going to try to figure this out like I remember my first day I was like okay what are the buttons here? And maybe my brain works a little bit weird, but I really was thinking about like, what is the functionality? You know, how does that work? I think I was in a room where they talked about moderation and they pulled me up and they gave me the moderation button, but I wasn't the main moderator. So I was able to see what those buttons worked mm -hmm. like, you know, what they look like. So I felt like I was comfortable with like the, the buttons, right? So I think that's yeah. like the first part is like, listen and see, you know, what, what is the actual app look like? And then listen and see what's the format like, you know? Um, so the person that created the title for the room, they have an intention for the room. So you would say, okay, well then I want an intention for my room. Like, let me try to figure out a title that would make sense. Um, and then you have to decide if your room's going to be like a conversation, a Q and A or a panel, right? So what, what's the format? So then you can start to like, maybe listen to a few different formats and see, which one do I think I'd be more comfortable with? Um, and then, you know, how are people pulling to refresh or refreshing the room? And when are they doing that? So it's a good practice to do it every 15 minutes because normally people are coming in and out of rooms like every 15 minutes, you have your more sticky people and the people who are rotating. And so I think that, you know, that's a, another good idea of like how people are doing that. What's a good like script for that? What, what would that look like? And so when you start to kind of listen and like this is like social listening, then you kind of get a good grasp I think the next step would be to try to co-moderate but not be the main mod in a room so that you can kind of get used to the flow, add value, be on a stage, get through some of those nerves, you know? And um, and then you can graduate yourself to being a mod. And so, you know, being a mod, it's, it's nothing more than hosting a conversation. Um, I think the biggest fear comes in, like, will people come to my room and just know that if you're there, like sometimes the smaller conversations breed the best long-term results. So mm -hmm. my biggest room today started out with me by myself and then someone else coming in there talking to me for 20 minutes and then the room blowing up to 200 people. And that room has gone strong every single week ever since because, you know, I showed up, I gave myself a green bean. I knew what I was there to do if people showed up and I talked to the one person that was there and treated them like an amazing person that I could talk to and a human being. And I was not disappointed one bit that it was one human being. 
And from there, then the next human being that came in, I treated them the same way. And I think that if we, if we approach it that way, we get past kind of like the, the fear that like, oh my gosh, I see people with rooms with a thousand people and my room might have one. Well, guess what? If you get really, really good at treating that one person really, really well, when the thousand people come in your room, you're going to know exactly what to do. You just have to do it a little bit faster. Exactly. So, exactly. so that's like my best advice, because I know that that's what's holding a lot of people up is that like, if, if I start a room, I might not be as successful as some of the other rooms. And um, I can tell you like a sure way to never have a successful room is to never open one. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you do open one and you're consistent over time, um, your audience will grow and it's amazing the connections that you can build and, you know, um, you know, and also don't be afraid of like going into Facebook groups and leveraging some of your current relationships. Maybe there's people that you know, that might actually be your mod friend. So you don't have to do your room completely alone. Like I did, um, you know, which was just on a whim. Like I didn't have time to like really plan. I was just like, oh, I'm just going to open up a room. Like it'll be really fun. Um, but for other rooms, I really did pull in other people because it is nice to have at least one other person, you know, there. So I see that's like the other tip is like, you know, you don't have to do everything alone, but if you do just have really good intentions for it and you're going to be successful. I mean, this is like, you just, you just have to be a human being and talk to people. Like we, we overcomplicate it, but <laughs> that's all you really have to do at, at its core. Exactly. Exactly. And I've totally felt that too, where I've been in a room, there's been like two people and I'm like, should I go? Should I stay? And then I stay and I have this amazing conversation that like totally connects with what I was doing in my business or in my life. And I'm like, wow, serendipity. Like this was no coincidences that I am in this room. I was called by a higher power of clubhouse to come into this room and just connect with this human. And then now I've had like you on my podcast, so many other people from clubhouse on my podcast. And it's just like, wow. So like the purpose is so true and real and I also love that you said, you know, when you're a moderator, you know, have someone with you. That's so helpful because I, you can talk all day by yourself, but when the room kind of doesn't have anyone in it, it's like, okay, you can ping some people, but ultimately like set the intention, host the room and just wait. And then if they don't come, you promote it better next week on your platforms. And like you said, get into Facebook groups, post it on your Instagram story, message people on Instagram, get them to come to clubhouse, invite them to clubhouse. Um, cause I still have like a ton of invites. So if anyone listening wants one, there's like, I have, I have your back. You're good there. Um, but really the main point of being a moderator too, is, is facilitating, right? So like if you're facilitating a workshop, facilitating a podcast, really anything. It's just kind of learning. It takes a couple of tries. I feel like, like learning how, how you want to word things and like, Oh, I see Annabelle in the crowd. Like I see you come on up. I'd love to hear from you. Just calling people out, making sure they feel seen, heard and valued just like in any other setting. So I love that you mentioned, you know, just show up for that one person and then it'll grow and grow. And now you're here and it's amazing. So I feel honored to have you in our presence today. (laughs) <laughs> and I think it's like also something that I noticed like from what you said like it is like um you like have that like uh that mindset that if it doesn't work I'm gonna try some other things I'm gonna market differently like please just don't quit if no one comes to your room the first time it does not mean that people don't like you they might not have seen you it might be the title we might want to make the title a little bit better you might need to go out there and, and start building your following a little bit more so people know you right plus the marketing and all of that Um, But it's definitely not that people don't like you and they don't care and like all of that. Cause I know some people are like, well, I started a room and then I didn't start one for like several months. And I'm like, no, like, like 
that's not it. It's just that people didn't see you. They didn't know you yet. Like it's totally possible to build that out. Just don't quit. Like, I think that that's like the number one message for people. And also like, you might be pleasantly surprised. Like I know some people, they start a room and like their titles on point. And then maybe like someone with a big following just like notices that title notices them goes in their room and then they have a huge room. And so you just like on clubhouse, you never know what's going to happen. So just be open for anything. Yeah. You never know who's going to pop in, who's listening. You really have no idea like who anyone is until you start communicating with them. Even their bio could say one thing, but I've even connected with people in rooms. Like I'm in a room every Tuesday morning and Thursday morning for cup of joy and with the women in power X. And every time I don't even talk about my business. Usually I literally almost never, I'm always like, yep, it's sunny today. That's my joy. And then it's like, oh my gosh, it's sunny over here too. It's been raining. And then it's like, wow, I connect with you so much because of how you felt about sunshine or like coffee or like whatever. (laughs) It's so powerful because you could just literally just show up to things that fill your cup up literally and figuratively. And then you make these beautiful connections. So it's just so great and so wonderful. One of my tips that I feel like I've learned throughout and feel free to like add to this is when I want to build my following on there or just like my connections on there, it's not even compared to Clubhouse or compared to Instagram, like the followers number really means nothing to me um, on both platforms. Like I've gotten past the point where I'm like, I need this money to make a difference in the world. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even care. Like I don't even care because the connections are so powerful and valuable that I don't, it doesn't, the numbers don't matter to me, but in order to build that following on clubhouse to get that traction of like connection making and business connecting and finding those potential clients that may want whatever you are offering is getting your elevator pitch going because like I've had to practice it multiple times, not even just for clubhouse, but for my podcast, for my Instagram, all of those things, knowing who you are, just a 30 second little thing that you could say. And then practicing that, raising your hand in small rooms. And then once you're in those small rooms of like five, 10, 15, 20 people, raise your hand, start talking, get those connections, start really interacting more, following them around, what rooms are they in, pinging them into your rooms, and then really just like building off of that. So that's how I've been doing it organically. And I do not have as many people as you, but it's just a start for me. Well, yeah, you know, you're doing great. And I think that like, yes, it is like being able to talk about yourself and also being okay if you're not clear and knowing that like, if you get up, you tell people about yourself, you figure out the parts that resonated in the next room because it's not recorded. Nobody has a record. Nobody's going to like tell anyone how you introduced yourself in a room. You know what I mean? But the more that you do it, the clearer you become. So eventually it's just going to like come out of your mouth so clear and you get a little bit of time, but I would say have that time of reflection. Like when I went up, they really resonated with this, or they said that was cool. Or when someone read my bio, they really noticed these certain parts when they were introducing me. Um, how cool. Let me help to integrate that even more into like my introductions to rooms. And I think that like I, we were talking a little bit earlier about this, like that journey on Clubhouse is the journey of clarification of who you are. Like that is the number one thing you are in the rooms with people who are like high-end public speakers, 
pitch coaches, like all of that type of things. Like they're all around. You get to hear how other people are doing it. And then you can say, Ooh, I like that part. I'm going to take that little part. I like how she did that. I'm going to take that little part. And then you start to refine your own and become so crystal clear about what you do. And that is so amazing because wherever you go, you know what I mean? You go to a networking event when they're live again, you go on a zoom call, you go into a Facebook group, you're going to start having this really strongly refined message, which is super cool. And it is a great way to go and get followers, go introduce yourself in rooms. Like I always tell people, I did the simplest thing. When I started, I got up in one large room and one small room every single day. That was my goal. I wasn't like on 24 seven. That was my goal. And every single time I got, got up on stage, I was rewarded with a few new followers. And I was like, cool. Like, this is really, really fun because, you know, you could comment on like a several hundred posts on Instagram or something, do the $1.80 strategy. And you probably would not get that type of feedback, right? So you can start to figure out in real time, real time feedback, who's following you. The other thing to really think about is, you know, if you do have an intention and goal before you start, you can make sure that you're going up, asking questions, giving feedback in rooms that make sense for your ultimate goal to be accomplished. And I think that that becomes the, the most rewarding thing. It's like, great. Now I have like 200 followers, but they are all like people that are directly aligned with my mission in this world. And that is so cool because if you can think about a room with 200 people in it of all fully aligned people that know who you are, know what you do, because you're super crystal clear about that said yes to you by following you. And they, they want to know more. Like when you click that follow button, that means I would love to know when this person opens a room, I would love to know when they're in a conversation. I want to see what they're up to. And like, you know, if, if I could have 200 people following me all around all the time, because I got up on, I don't know, one month of stages every day, one small room, one big room, I would be so excited. And so I think taking that type of approach of like, you know, um, these, these, I want true friends. I want people who are applicable, relevant. I don't want bots. I just want to go and find my human beings that help me move my intentions forward. And also guess what, that I could help them. Right. Like, I think that's also that reciprocity is humongous because we're building relationships. And like, this is what I think is cool. If you take the relationship, you know, me and Tal, like we did a zoom call, we got a little bit deeper. So now I know if I know someone that could help Tal do what she's doing. Oh my, I know she's like, write a phone call away, an email away. I can get a hold of her. I can let her know that there's someone that can help her do what she wants to do. And she's going to be on my mind. So like, that's the other part too, is like, there's so much room for making these relationships last for years and years and years to come. So it's so much more than just that second where someone's following you, right? Like, great. That's great. I have a number. Like, that doesn't really matter to me. What matters is that in 10 years, are, are we all moving towards our goal? Are we helping each other do that? Are we making the world a better place? And now I know real humans that I can do that with. Um, I, I know what their values are. I know how they treat other human beings because I hear them on stages, yeah. right? So you can really learn a lot about people um, from the way that they act on Clubhouse because... You know, you get, you get a lot of different personalities, a lot of different, you know, styles, and then you get to know who your people are. You get to know what their goals are, their stories. And I don't know, it's a beautiful thing. It really is. It really is. And I love that you mentioned, you know, the number, like, like before the number of followers really, you want it to be authentic and genuine. You want it to be a group of people who are your tribe, who are like-minded, who are interested in the same things that you're maybe talking about or posting because at the end of the day, it's just a number and you can literally like tweak it 
like you can like they can literally go and like delete your whole profile or they can go and I guess you can like add and change your number and buy followers so the number is really not the the purpose you know it's not what you should like oh Tal only has a hundred and something followers on Clubhouse she doesn't have any value and it's like actually I do and like it's it's just really about finding that that room that you want to connect in and I, I just love the the entire point for me for Clubhouse is like as a coach too I am trained to listen like listening is a, a skill and like not everyone is good at it because we are trained now with social media to just watch and like click and get that dopamine fix and and constantly right we're constantly consuming so I think it's really obvious that like clubhouse is kind of stepping away from just the scroll and actually like put your phone get your headphones and just like listen and it's a lot more listening than we've ever done before as a as a collective on social media because we are now instead of with our eyes and our brain we're literally using our brain to just listen and our ears to just like actually consume in a different way and I'm not sure which one which one's better or worse it's not about that it's just about we really connect more when we listen and when we have more to to add to the conversation verbally not just like on a comment which you don't even know is authentic half the time (laughs) so yeah and you don't even know like is that the person's assistant is it them it's it's the person right The the person is there and yeah, I think that it's, it's beautiful, like that we can really just have a conversation, talk to people. We're using different parts of ourselves. Um, don't forget, you know, going back to that, like burnout thing that we also have a need for silence. So sometimes turn it off, let your brain reset, let your brain process and integrate all of the great information, especially if you're doing listening and also prompt yourself to, to move beyond listening and be a part of the conversation. I think that's the beauty is that we can all raise our hand. We can all add value. We can all ask a question. We don't have to just take it all in. Um, and I know that there's a place and a time for that, right? You know, maybe you're busy writing around. Maybe you just want to listen, but do try to get yourself to go up and talk on stages as well, because once you are actually like having this dynamic experience of back and forth conversation, I think that's where the depth comes. Yes. That's where the deep transformation comes, yes. um, you know, as well as being willing to listen. Um, a lot of your questions about, you know, business or life or marketing might all be answered by just simply listening with intention. Like, what should my room title be? Um, well, this person asked a question and that's something I'm an expert on. So I'm going to create a whole room around it. You know, like we could, we could really start to simplify our life through, through these conversations as well and have less guesswork. So, um, yeah, I mean, take, take that as a huge opportunity that you can take across all your social media platforms and create content that, you know, people have real true, like, uh, questions about, and they are seeking answers and you'll find the places where you're the expert yeah. And you can infuse that information and help to build that part of the community. I, I think it's a really great place for more people to be seen for the knowledge that they have, especially those people who've been listening a lot, learning a lot, taking a lot of courses. This might be the time to then now start to become the teacher. Totally. I love that. I love that so much. And I'm really, you know, I'm really, really, really every week I'm like, okay, this is the week I'm going to start a room. And then like, I never really sit down and I'm like, what the heck am I going to talk about? There's so many things I love, so many things that get me fired up. And I'm like, you know what, maybe it's not the week. Maybe, maybe I'll just do something else because I have so many things on my plate, which I love. I'm like, 
what is going to get me the best return on investment of my time? You know, time, my time is very valuable. And knowing that I'm like, okay, what, who do I want to listen to today? What rooms am I going to join? And then maybe what days would work for me to do a room on my own? Who can I have co-mod and just like actually planning it out, just like a podcast interview or anything else in your life. It has to be planned out. And I love that <laughs> intentional. Um, so what is something that you can offer to, or what is something you do offer to my community or even just anyone listening who may be interested in joining clubhouse or a business strategist? Yeah. So, um, if you just want to know how to grow your rooms, right. If you just want to grow them a little bit bigger and know how to get people in there, I have a freebie at clubhousepals.com. You can become be my pal. I'll give you five tips on how to grow your room size. So you don't have to feel as afraid that no one will be in there. Um, I also have a course that teaches you how to create, um, customers from your clubhouse following and that's clubhouse for bosses. And you just text the word clubhouse to three, three, seven, 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 and you can get on the wait list for that. So that's what I have going on. And um, I also have the rooms on Clubhouse. So uh, follow me at Annabelle Byhan and uh, you can get to know me even more. Come talk to me. Let's be friends. You know, let me help you on your Clubhouse journey. That's like, I love doing that. So yes. yes. And I also love when you join in the rooms that I'm in, you're always just such a light and like you're human, like you have kids and you just like, you're just such a cool person and mom and like, you're so real. So that's the other thing I want to mention is that like, Annabelle like is not just someone who's like an expert in clubhouse she's also like a human and like someone who takes that time off and does you know she's a wife and she's a mom and like all the things so it's really really cool to see like real people be so successful and like shift also into something that's like brand new just like clubhouse so I love that and I think that's really really just effective and successful. So yay. So happy to have you, but I really want to know what is one last tip because obviously this is Tal's tips empowerment podcast, but today it is Annabelle's tips podcast. So what is one tip that you could give for us today, Annabelle? I know you've given us so much wisdom, like tons of notes to take, but is there anything else that you could um, lend to us today? Yeah, I think it is to really know your why as you're going into all of all of this. Um, I love Martha Beck's books about finding your North Star, mm -hmm. Simon Sinek about knowing your why. Um, dig deep into that if you feel like you're unsure or reinforce the reason why <laughs> you're doing everything. Um, because I, I always see that being something that I come back to. If I'm ever confused, if I'm ever scared, if I'm ever wondering if it's worth it, you know, to get on a new platform, to make my life more complicated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if if it is to reach more people, because I have a big vision for what I want to create in this world and I'm not reaching them yet, um, which I know a lot of people feel this way about Clubhouse, like it's opening up a floodgate, it's opening up a place because their why is so strong, right? It makes like being nervous to get up on stage a little bit less because you know you're going to be like maybe contacting a few people that can help you a little bit closer towards your why. Um, so that's my tip. Dig into that this week if you can and let that help you make decisions. And I think um, that's a, such a great guide. Yes. Yes. With anything with mindset. Like I always go over that with my clients. Like, why, are, why did you hire me? Like, remember, like, where were you? What did you want when you first started this personal growth pro process or mindset shifting or relationship coaching, or like literally anything that anyone can help you with? Like, why, why are you trying? Why are, why do you want more for yourself? What is the deeper root? And I always try to go into like deeper, like why of the why, 
like the why is great and all, but like, why, why do you want that? Why? <laughs> like not just to have a fancy life and a fancy car and all the fancy things materialistic wise, but like, what's the internal motivation behind doing anything and the internal, you know, intention. So I love that. Listen to yourself, listen to your why, figure it out. And then maybe just explore that on Clubhouse. Love that so much. So Annabelle, you're just such a light and I love talking to you so, so much. Um, but what is like, how can I, people find you like I know you probably have a ton of people that always listen to everything you do but where can my people find you on clubhouse as well as instagram and your websites yeah so everything's at annabelle byhan so i'm sure that'll be the show notes and it's just at annabelle byhan on instagram and clubhouse and my website's annabellebyhan.com is where you can learn about all my courses um and yeah i i think that my favorite way is to really talk to you in person on clubhouse um, or on instagram so shoot me a dm um come into my room let's connect. Um, let me know what you're up to. Like, that's, that's what I love, like getting to know people and taking it deeper. So yep, yeah, thank yep. you same here, same here. Connection is my love language, even though it's not one of them, I created it to be. <laughs> so I love that so much, Annabelle. Thank you so much for being here. I think you really just gave us so much to think about with Clubhouse and just like business strategy or just like a whole a whole world that we may have not known about with Clubhouse. So there's a lot of people listening that might not even have that invite. Like I said, reach out to me. <laughs> there's ways, there's definitely people that are getting on board and Annabelle can certainly help you with figuring out that process and like actually, you know, making it bigger and better and more successful for yourself. So Annabelle, thank you again so much for being here. I loved having you. Thanks for having me. Thank you all so much for listening. It seriously means so, so much to me that you are spending your time wherever you are in the world, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through in life, you're taking the time to listen to my life and the guests that we have on here. And we're all just connecting on that level. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you or someone you know would like to be featured on Tal's Tips Empowerment Podcast, please just email talstips at gmail.com. Again, that's T-A-L-S-T-I-P-S at gmail.com. And don't forget to subscribe to talstips.com for all updates on worksheets, book club, and coaching programs. Again, thank y'all so much for listening. We'll see you next time.